Hello, Jeff here from Taking the Cynic Route, episode 11. It is a good one. It's a, it's a grower, not a shower. It starts off a little slow, but picks up nicely. We talk about Guinea John's flying woes, which then evolves into air disasters and talking a little 911 conspiracy theory. Turns into uh, Walmart, Robo Bees, drones. We talk about Lawnmower Man, words that sound racist but actually aren't. We discover Bruce's deep desire to piss on animals, disturbing porn genres, a little bit about Sam Kennison, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding, celebrity net worths, society's woes, antibiotics. Oh, it is a potpourri. There is so much going on in this episode, and you will love every second of it. Enough rambling on my part. Episode 11, Taking the Cynic Route. Enjoy. We got pessimistic minds and optimistic hearts. If you're easily offended, then it's time that you depart. A bunch of dicks from Baltimore trying to figure out. To pull out. What the fuck is going on and what this life's about. Taking the look funnier sucking my dick with no teeth. <laughs> well get, then, get them to take the route that is cynic. Uh, so, how you guys doing? Pretty good. Hanging pretty in good. there, my man. What's going on? Well, they call me Bruce. I'm Jeff. Guinea John. Another day, another. Euro. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the cynic route, where vulgarity is an art form and Michael Jackson is just fucking okay. Just okay. Yeah. People act like he's fucking God Almighty. He was okay. <laughs> My favorite part ever. <laughs> so, you just got back from a trip. I did. Yeah, I went out uh, to the Washington, Oregon area there. I go out there periodically to visit certain people and uh, just see what's out there, see what's happening out there in the great wide open. The so how was the traveling? Traveling was, uh, you know, a lot of people do Southwest because they're affordable. Mm-hmm. They don't charge you extra for bags, which is really good. And you get to pick your own seat, you know, whatever. And I did a lot of flying with them from 2015, 16, and 17. Had no problems. No problems at all. 2018 has been a different story. It's been a different fucking story. So you went southwest? I did. Okay. Um, Unless it's the middle of the summer and it's on season, they don't have any direct flights from Baltimore to Portland, Oregon. uh, Or Seattle, for that matter. Um, But my destination is a lot closer to Portland, so that's where I go. So I always have to connect. So back in February, when I went out, went out there, mm-hmm. sat in the runway for an hour for no apparent reason. I guess it's better for them to take care of whatever they need to take care of. You know, as Don Rickles says in Casino, better down here, you know, than up there. <laughs> um, so I get to my fucking connection in Denver, I think it was. Fucking my flight to Portland had already had just left. <laughs> so I'm stuck sitting there for five hours, mm. you know. Then yesterday, 
Do they sell pot in the airport in Colorado? No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> so yesterday, it's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm sitting in Chicago waiting for my 11 o'clock flight to leave for Baltimore. And it's like, oh, we just got the plane. Something's wrong with the jet bridge. Well, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> so they had to get a different plane over. An hour later, finally leave. So I got two hours of sleep last night, which has been great. It's been a great day. <laughs> but it's just the nature of the beast. Any Anybody Indeed. get yanked off a flight or anything? Like, you know, um, any dogs die? Well, I mean, there was some, I got, there was some yanking that went on when I was out there. But uh, <laughs> that wasn't the question, sir. <laughs> no one got yanked. <laughs> <laughs> No one got yanked. I see somebody's been building some sound effects. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been doing some work. Anyway, I, I was referred to the Louis C.K. bit where he's like, you know, he gets annoyed with people who complain about air travel. And, you know, rightfully so. He's like, you're in a chair flying through space. What more do you want? Like, that's a, a paraphrase of what he says. He's got a point. <laughs> but... I know, right? <laughs> but at least at least I don't want to take out my dick and start jacking off in front of people, Louie, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I mean, he asked. <laughs> and I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm questioning the credibility of the last, that last statement. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you Mr. P.H. Don't Park. necessarily want to. Whip it out and just start. Oh, you're talking about that PA turnpike thing again? <laughs> I mean, that's not with people around. I make a point to have it not be around people. And that's that's if I did that. I'm not, I'm not saying I did. I'm not admitting to anything. <laughs> so, I mean, did you get stuck next to any fucking weirdos? No, or, or t- soccer typically moms not. That chat your ear off or typically not anything. I mean, I've I've been on flights where people kept trying to talk to me, so I'll just pretend I was asleep for like five hours. Right. Just to not have to converse. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, when you travel by yourself, and I, I travel light, so I have, like, one backpack, and that's it. Um, you can just, like, duck in wherever. Like, I always sit way up front, so I'm, like, the first one off. I can't stand that slow deboarding mm-hmm. when, after you land. I just want to get the fuck out of there. I sit up fr- as front as possible. But if the plane were to crash, I think it's you have a higher likelihood of, like, dying closer to the front. If a plane crashes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure if that's coming down from thirty thousand feet, you're fucked either way. Right. It depends. I, mean, I it think it's depends. possible to 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 like you know like Sully and shit like that. It's possible to survive. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone survived that flight because he landed it perfectly. On the Hudson. Yeah, but on the, the Hudson. Yeah, but like, but if, any plane's got pilots. They're going to try to not die. You know, they're going to try to like land it somehow. Well, doesn't that go against your argument that if you're closer, you're going to didn't you say you were more likely to die if you're towards the front? I, I I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But oh. it's just a speculation. I feel as though you're more likely to die if your plane crashes. <laughs> Did, didn't the yeah. people in that movie Alive, the the ones in the back, survive? Or those are the ones who died. I don't remember now. But then they had to eat people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I remember. They also they also hit a mountain. Like they, they didn't did. fall out of the sky. Right. They did hit a mountain. It was horrible. What about like the plane that hit the Pentagon? Oh, just kidding. Trick, yeah, trick question. Trick question there. <laughs> Dude, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
or the the people the people that miraculously came together to fight terrorism on United ninety three. You're shaking your head. What you know? a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, is there anyone in this country that does not believe that we shot down that fucking plane? Like, are there people that really think no those that you know those passengers were here, or that there was even a plane at all? There was like zero plane parts found anywhere around the Pentagon or Shanksville. Am I right? From, Do I have that right? From from the accounts that I have read, now I wasn't there, mind you, but uh, from the accounts I've read, that that is correct. There's very little plane debris. So. Yeah, this is a rabbit hole. I'm not sure if we're ready for. <laughs> we'll save think, that for another episode. I don't know if we have the energy. Well, we can't. I mean, I, <laughs> I brought this up before how, like, you remember how the day it happened, all three of us are old enough to remember the day that it happened, and most of our listeners, I would venture to, I would wager that they are too. Just remember how all-encompassing that event was and how we thought, America, this will be part of our collective consciousness forever. But how often do you really think about 9-11? How day. often do people think about 9-11 anymore? I, uh, pretty often, honestly. But I, but I purposefully dive into those things. Okay. Like, that's, that's on me for listening to podcasts that have <laughs> conspiracy nuts. All right. Which I love. Don't get me wrong. But it can be it, – it, it's overwhelming because it's so much to take in. There's so much bullshit. Mm-hmm. Especially with that specific conspiracy. There's so many variables and so many things that don't necessarily add up that right. it's just you, – you, you would have to dedicate your life if you ever really wanted to truly dive in, which right. I'm not ready for yet. Like what if the planes were filled <laughs> with crisis actors? <laughs> or if the planes pointless. even existed. <laughs> There's theories out there saying they were holograms <laughs> timed with perfect explosions. All right. That, I'm not buying that one. So – um, well, most compelling to me, and you told me about this, Jeff. Well, we, everyone knows about the thermite or whatever, the, the blasting outward, of, like as, as if it were a controlled demolition, the puffs of outward blast that you see right before the buildings fall. Mm-hmm. And then like like first responders have talked about like the flowing lava-like metal under in the basements, like uh, that type of shit. Yeah, I've seen that too. Um in the basements, mind you, not up top where the where the fires were burning, you know, like that fucking weird shit. Um, but your theory that you heard that the guy just blew it up for the insurance money, like that's, that to me is compelling. That's I mean, it's, there's so many things that just can't be coincidence. Right. But apparently those towers were filled with asbestos and the cost that it would have taken to eradicate it and replace it or whatever wasn't worth what they were the buildings themselves so this i now i don't have the details in front of me and i can't recall every detail but from what i read the owner in a in a you know the short and curly of it it's uh <laughs> he purchased insurance policies terrorism insurance specifically okay within a year of it happening okay then when the towers came down and he went to claim the insurance, he filed a lawsuit because they were only going to pay him for one event. But he f- sued to get two separate terrorist events because it was two planes hitting two towers and he fucking won and they doubled it. <laughs> so 
for some type of a few million dollar insurance investment, he gained like seven billion dollars from the collapse of the Twin Towers. Some crazy amount that he won. Now, a lot of that could be bullshit. So, but I bet, it sounded really good. I bet that insurance company was pissed. I, I'd imagine. Yeah, but you know, you know how insurance companies operate. Right. Their entire I really don't modus operandi is collecting free money from every fucking body. Exactly. So when they have to pay it out. They try to fight tooth and nail. They'll bounce back. I'm I sure. I love seeing insurance companies get taken for a run. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it just like it's like the casino? You know, the house always wins. That's base. That's what they're relying upon, mm-hmm. which makes sense. The odds of them making claims. And the fact that it's law for most people to have most insurances, yeah, kind of, yeah. And then the there's in their court, you know. Then they're dicks about it with the whole like for medical insurance pre existing condition. Like, hey, I got news for you, assholes. Being a fucking mortal human being is a pre existing condition. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get this through your head, you dumb yeah. motherfucker, you. <laughs> I know so it's fucking mean. stupid. So like, no weirdos on your flight is what you're saying. N- no. <laughs> No. Well, Trying to well, fucking well, sleep on an airplane is, like, not fun at yeah, all. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I'm glad it landed. <laughs> it did that. We, we will need a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, all because of your selfishness. Yeah. Um, yeah, plane crashes are morbid and fascinating and scary to think about. Um. I saw this. There's this. I don't know. The series was on Netflix. I don't even know if it still is. It was something about air disasters. Every episode was a different story of an actual event. Mm-hmm. It's like a terrible show. <laughs> yeah. The fuck watches that? I know. It's it's not a pleasant topic, but one episode was interesting. Like there's there used to be these little tubes coming right off to like the side of like the cockpit area. Like I think there were one on the left, one on the right mm-hmm. externally. Um, it's something to do with like a measured altitude or something. And a plane crashed once because some bees had gotten inside those tubes and built like some that you know papery nest shit that they do. Some bees had gotten in there. They, they're supposed to cover them with like this sort of like phallic shaped like uh you know phallic, sleeve phallic to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not to be not to be confused with. Vaginal, uh, but it had, it had sat on the runway for a few days, and bees got in there and did built Lost their it. shit. That's what it was, and it and it led to the fucking crash of this plane. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck crazy, fuck bees. <laughs> who oh, gets did, killed by bees? Oh, did you see? Oh, well, who? Uh, I think it was Walmart. They filed some kind of a crazy patent for robo bees. <laughs> did they no really? way. Yeah, <laughs> dark mirror man or black, black mirror, mirror, black mirror right. coming to fruition. Through Walmart, which makes more sense. Well, now they, you know, I heard uh, even Amazon was patenting like their delivery drones to react to how you are acting. Oh, I saw, yeah, I heard that too. Which is fucking insane. And we're only a few steps away, man. So are you saying that they're going to eventually build those Amazon drones with like, um, with like a hand on it and, you know, like service <laughs> with a smile type shit? <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what we're saying. The possibilities right. of that mechanical... The, 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 and Amazon and Elon Musk are hard at work just to make drones that just can to come to your you house off. and jerk you off. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, bigger fish to fry. Jesus Christ. 
Um, They've done it. Eureka. Well, I'm so now here here's something for a conspiracy theory. Uh the woman that got run over by the automatic driving car. I haven't heard about this. I I saw the video. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> It's crazy. Have you heard any conspiracy theories about that? Like, who knows? Maybe the, you know, the 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 auto industry doesn't want that or something, right? So they, uh, or somebody doesn't. mm -hmm. I think. I mean, just from watching the video, and I mean, if there is a if there was a pedestrian sensor of some sort, then Mm -hmm. it definitely failed. Uh, I don't fault the automatic car. No, I mean, watching the video. I mean, if I was driving down that road and that happened, uh, yeah, she'd be just as dead. Right. Wait. You that, don't fault the car? For, no. This no. This was, lady crossed the street where uh, cars like, were doing like fifty miles right, an hour. Crossed oh. the highway in the middle of the night, not oh. even a crosswalk, just like in the middle of the thing. Right. Like okay, just well, right out in front as you know. That's just like Darwin. Yeah. If you if you watch the video, shit. there was no reaction. You have no reaction time. And even let's say, even if it wasn't, even if there was reaction time enough for a human driver. Hypothetically, uh-huh. that still doesn't negate the fact that thousands of people die every day from human drivers. Right. And this one time that an automated uh-huh. car does it and makes the news, it's going to, you know, automatically bias all fucking automatic cars. They're all death traps now. Meanwhile, all cars are death traps no matter who's right. driving them. And really, who's to say the car didn't do it on purpose? Maybe this is the beginning of the uprising. Skynet. Right. Lawnmower Man. Could have that, that was that movie where they... <laughs> that movie was fucking awful. Didn't he travel through, like, appliances and shit, though? Uh, am, I, am I conflating two feels movies? Feels like weird... You're filleting two movies. Filleting them. <laughs> All I remember about that movie, he was, like, a retarded guy, and they put him in this virtual reality <laughs> thing, and then became, like, some sort of, like, super smart god or whatever. Okay. Uh, the one where he was... Just, or, oh, maybe Ghost in like, the Machine, maybe? Yes. That's a police album. That's the one. That's right. it. Got it. I don't know what the sound effect was, but this fucking weirds me out. Dude, talk about a movie that like I don't care to see just based on the title. Like a lawnmower man. Um, well it's weird because the original Stephen King short story of Lawnmower oh. Man had nothing to do with oh, now the you're fucking intrigued. movie. Now you're intrigued that you know Steve Ooh, Stephen King? Oh. <laughs> well he's oh. done good work before, I mean. Yeah. yeah, the short story was like I just remember it was some dude that <laughs> Like, came over to mow the grass, but then he got naked, and he had, like, green pubes, and he was eating all the grass. That's, like, really all I remember about the short story. But it wasn't long. It was only, like, ten pages or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the movie was completely, had nothing whatsoever to do with that. Somebody told me about a Stephen King short story recently where mm-hmm. about a guy trapped on an island, and he just, like, eats his own, eats himself. Yeah, right. He keeps cutting off pieces yeah. of himself and eating them. Right. I, I, I don't remember what that one was called, but I definitely read it. Uh, it's called... Survival type or something, something sure. like that. Sounds right. Um, it's called gross as fuck. Right. <laughs> what what part of you would you eat first? I mean, how flexible Nothing. am I? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're on an island, then you have plenty of time to get limber. It's good. Limber. <laughs> Just do the Tom Hanks thing, man. Spear some fish. <laughs> but the learning curve's got to be got to be quick on that, or otherwise I'll starve. You know. Right. Because Lord knows I'm not getting inside a coconut. Just, yeah. you know. I'm sure you're going to master spearfishing <laughs> within the nine days that you'll starve to death. 
I'll eat some bark and roots and shit before. <laughs> Be tripping out, shitting your brains out on a fucking island. Oh, God. Dying of dysentery. It'll be great, man. Did you hear about that kid who, uh, this may be a few weeks back, I'm not sure, but he, some Australian kid that ate a slug on a dare. Oh my God, yeah. And now he's like a vegetable for life. Right, it had like introduced like some sort of weird bacteria in his stomach that like went into his bloodstream into his brain or something. Yeah, it's insane. All because he ate a slug on a dare. He was like a rugby player or something. I had not heard about that. Yeah, so don't eat slugs. Jesus, is the moral yeah. of this story. Don't eat anything in Australia, really. Yeah. I wonder what our one Australian listener thinks of that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're blowing up down under. <laughs> we should have more Paul Hogan talk. Oh, my God. Or uh, Yahoo Serious. Do you remember him? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I remember the name. Like Young Einstein. and. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. I think he did. Yeah, that movie, too. I can't or, remember um, who it was. Yeah, what was that other movie? It was something, The Adventures of some, yes. or something, Ned. Uh, Not Ned Kelly, that's a whole different Australian thing. Oh. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but he was right. He was like an outlaw, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know exactly, I know, this, we're thinking the same movie, I can't think of the title. So, and we're, I'm we're cheating. Cheater. My creaky ass chair. Wow. What was his name? Yahoo Series. So, maybe Kelly something, the Kelly Gang or something, or Kelly something Kelly. Either way, it was a fucking terrible movie. <laughs> like, just like really <laughs> bad written comedy. Badly. It was Reckless Kelly. Reckless Kelly. Good okay. man. God, it's a young Einstein. was 88. Reckless Kelly was 93. We're fucking old. Apparently in 2000. Did a movie called Mr. Accident that I've definitely not seen. I got a chance to see John Waters' uh, Pecker recently, 1998. If it gets really bad, I will I will pull off. I've pulled off before. <laughs> so, you, so you saw John Waters' Pecker or his movie? The movie Pecker. Okay. Um, Just, we had to clarify. That reminds me of when uh, Jeff used to talk about how he liked to read Dickens' Hard Times. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a real book by Charles Dickens, um, but uh, how do you wh- feel? How do you feel about the sugar addict girl? That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> you fucking read my mind. He, he does a good job of satirizing America's addiction to sugar, especially how we give it to children nonstop. This little girl in the movie does such a good job. She's got to be like seven or eight years old. Um, eh, maybe she's like eight or nine. Um, I don't know if it matters, but. Um, good thought. Yeah, that was pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> did We've you, talked about the sugar thing on here p- plenty, I think. Did you watch the episode of Adam Ruins Everything that I linked uh, where he discusses... You know what? I did not actually... Jesus Christ, you're on fucking vacation. You're stuck in an airport for five goddamn hours. Yeah, but you, you gotta be watch... like... You gotta like be... Uh, and I'm gonna use this word, niggardly... You got to be niggardly about. What are you doing, man? Come on! What? That's a legitimate word. Oh yeah, that that ninety nine point nine percent of our audience does not know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, no, in, it's in, not my fault if people don't know vocabulary. So yeah, I'm going to need you to uh, what's define the definition? that word, please. Well, I mean, do you want to look it up? It's it's spelled N I G G A R D L Y. Sorry, means you have to be like 
stingy yeah, and and hoarding with my uh, my phone charge. I'm not just going to sit there and blow through shit. And well, wouldn't that be Jewishly? <laughs> <laughs> you have a point. Not generous. Stingy. Is there a word origin or derivation? Because word origin, racist white people. <laughs> Look, I I do remember hearing a story once years ago about how a politician, a local politician somewhere used that word and he was like fucking ruined, like his political career was <laughs> over just because he used that word. Um, Well, you got to I mean, if you're running for office, you got to know better than that. You it's sort of have to, don't you? Just common sense, man. Yeah. I called somebody a no good Nick at work the other day. Uh, I heard that. But and yeah. as it was coming in my mouth. He was just like, careful. Wait, it, was a, it was a big black dude. As he was coming in your mouth? Is that what you said? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly what I said. He was shooting in your face. He was not, be, <laughs> he was not being niggardly with <laughs> shooting in your face. Did you find a word? Or, maybe um, not. not. Not so much for origin. A- anyway, so that word is not in general use anymore. You know, can't imagine why. Which is fine. But it seemed to fit the moment. Now, if I'm using that word, absolutely not in any shade. Or no, oh, that's not the right way to say that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, not with any sense of any other meaning of it being intended race in a racist way. Like, is that really that bad for me to use that word? No. I mean, if you're using it correctly, then no. Okay. I don't see an issue with it. I. I don't see an issue with it. Okay. Do I think people will see an issue with it? Sure. Uh, but only well, everybody will find only, an issue. Only because they don't know what it means. Yes. But does Ignorance that matter? Ignorance is a powerful driver of, of opinion, though. Yeah, that's certainly true. Yeah. Ignorance is a powerful driver of emotion. It's so powerful. Yeah, because I, people, like, dig into their... They're digging their heels into their ignorance. Like, it's almost as if they know... That if they admit their ignorance, like they'd rather not admit their ignorance. Mm-hmm. They sense early that they're being fucking ignorant about something. So they double down instead of admitting it to themselves. They like double down and dig their heels in. Well, we yeah, have a lot I, of that. I mean, but generally just, you know, the the pronunciation of the word. Same with niggler. You know, that's a <laughs> word that people just aren't going to use because they just don't even want to. You know, yeah. get near it. You know. Now, yeah. what's the definition of that one? I don't know that word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with that one either. Um, let's <laughs> to the internet. Now, we've discussed. Um, You're saying our studio space here with the lovely, like, sort of Arctic color oh, on Christ. the walls. Oh Christ! All right. So, niggler to criticize, especially constantly or repeatedly, in a peevish or petty way. To niggle about the fine points of interpretation. Okay. Preferring to niggle rather than take steps to correct a situation. All right. Um, to spend too much time and effort on inconsequential details. It's difficult to be meticulous and not niggle. Okay. Now. So to. No. Well, <laughs> I'm so, now that's I'm just sorry. sort of like that word sort of just has bad luck in the language because it happens to have that same three letter construction in it. Yeah, like, it's like the same kind of luck that Jerry Sandusky, the, Rave, <laughs> the Ravens oh. announcer, has. Yeah, in Baltimore here, if you're not familiar, we have a local sportscaster guy, been here for years. His name is fucking Jerry Sandusky. Like, that's his exact name. Um, And he had to report on I – mean, it was sports-related, I mean, even though it went beyond that, obviously. 
That must have sucked for that dude. Yeah. He said he was getting death threats and all kinds of shit because people just don't do their homework <laughs> and they just assume they see. Right. Now, it is a pretty, it's not a common name, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. common enough. <laughs> right. So, according to Urban Dictionary, uh, the Niggler is a supervillain who kills his victims, then chops off their hands for his personal collections and replaces them with bits of fried chicken. He also oh fills. My God. He also fills their corpse with watermelon chunks and often replaces their blood with Old English. Jesus, wow. Old English? <laughs> Not Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? Right. You know. You think? Well, I really wasn't going to take it to that level, but well, look. <laughs> if Urban Dictionary says it. It must be true. Urban Dictionary, man. If you learned anything from our secret episode, for our for our paying patrons only. Yeah, this for is the, true. Which, which in this context makes it sound like it's like a really racist episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's really not. If you like this one, wait till the secret one. <laughs> Members only <laughs> invite. <laughs> Be sure and wear your hood. <laughs> Meet us down in the wood. You'll see the fires ablaze from afar. Just follow the big cross. <laughs> oh wow. Any of you see that movie Get Out, Jordan Peele movie? I yes, I, I did. haven't seen it. I really liked it. I've not. No. No. I, I, I wanted to. I actually went to a red box recently, but it was like out. Get out. It was like not available because it was like sold out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I thought it was, I thought it was I really mean, good. It's not like you could like stand there and watch the movie at the red box, which would be kind of cool, but <laughs> you're still waiting your day. <laughs> Just stand there, with them. <laughs> guys. I'm gonna this be a fucking thing ain't working. <laughs> What's wrong? Like that was early. That was like an early RTP volume. Yeah, I don't know. Not that anybody has a clue what the fuck we're talking about, but whatever. But you will if you become a patron, because <laughs> not only do you get the secret show monthly, we'll say monthly. Uh, one secret show. We might but, as well just say it because it doesn't matter. But you're going to get two tracks from one of our failed musical Ooh. endeavors. So. I wouldn't call them failed, personally, because <laughs> they were fucking awesome. Yeah. But you may find something you love. So maybe. If, you, if, you, if, if you've, you've come this far. If you've come this far, why not hear? If you like our <laughs> crappy podcast, listen to our <laughs> crappy music. <laughs> And if, if the expression, if you've come this far, unless you're Peter North, <laughs> is going <laughs> to. Uh, anyway. So what are you saying about Peter North? All I know is that guy. <laughs> the actual amounts that are involved. <laughs> <laughs> like, how big must his reservoirs be? Oh. <laughs> oh my god so anyway so walmart is working on those automated bees is that what you said earlier that's what i read they they got some kind of a patent and are working on robotic bees for i guess pollination purposes so they say yeah well pollination if, assassination it's all the same yeah, yeah if you listeners out there have not seen black mirror series on netflix there's one episode in particular it's called hated in the nation please check it out it'll blow your fucking mind but um so with all these robots and all this technology you know people are just getting lazier and lazier 
and then which is soon, interesting. That's and, a, there's a paradox at work there. Go and, ahead. And soon it's going to be robots taking over jobs. So we're going to have more lazy people unemployed, without any but jobs to, for them to have. <coughs> I don't know. I've been hearing how the job market's been good lately. How the employ- unemployment rate's been good, or maybe unless that's bullshit. See, I I find that bullshit. super hard to believe given all the the amounts of retail stores I've been going at there. Right. So where they're coming up with these numbers, who, who honestly, who knows exactly? Whoever wants you to believe whatever side of whatever argument is going to put forth some type of tainted number, right? Like right. it's super hard to find true hard data that doesn't have any type mm-hmm. of bias. Right? But yeah, I mean, like Not you're mention, saying, like rest- the scale of getting that data alone right. is crazy. Yeah. I mean, restaurants and stores in general are, you know, going out of business left and right. Anytime you go into a mall, you know, it's hardly anybody there. Uh, so, right. So, where are, where the fuck are people working? Yeah. I guess, you know, Amazon distribution centers are a thing. You know, a lot they, of those people that worked in the mall, maybe they're working there now. I don't know. Um, these are good questions. But automation's been a thing since the Industrial Revolution. Right, but not to this extent. No. I watched a video where these robotic arms were cooking like professional <laughs> meals, like dicing shit like a chef and spicing it with these. Fa- and it's just ro- robot arms. Mm. Like it looked like human arms, but as you would expect, it had like the white metal cover, basically like iRobot. That's what it reminded right. me of. The arms from them, but it was just a set of arms, mm-hmm. and it was fucking cutting tomato and dicing it and shit. Were they sexy arms? They were super sexy arms. <laughs> like, w- what else could those arms do is all right, I'm saying. Right. Put some nail polish on them. Who'd but the, honestly- Who would know the difference? I don't know about cooking. Cooking scene- I don't mind the art of cooking necessarily, but if I could get those fucking arms to fold my laundry, <laughs> then you could take my money. Right. Hot damn, because that is the worst goddamn chore- that, in my opinion, I hate uh, cleaning the bathroom. folding fucking laundry. Cleaning, is, cleaning the shower is mine. Nah, that doesn't like. See, that's funny because I, I don't mind folding laundry. It's like meditative or something. That's it's funny, dude. I just feel like we are. But my wife and I, I think, both have the same opinion. Just drowning in fucking laundry, just constantly, constantly I, washing, drying, folding fucking laundry. I live by myself, so I don't fold shit. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I lived by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just for laundry. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it may be lonely, but it's it's certainly an easy, easy thing. It's a lot easier to live by yourself. A- anything you're trying to get out there? No. <laughs> no. You're sure? No, no, no. I can't say. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, I've never lived by myself. Never in all of my life as my God. a thirty-four-year-old man. Yeah, hmm. so chew on that, guys. Yeah, that I feel sucks. like a lot. There's quite a few people that could say that. Yeah, and they're all miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a grass is always greener thing, you know. Like I've been there. I've been on the, oh, this is so lonely, oh, and then as soon as you live with somebody, it's like, oh, I need my space, you know, like, you just, like, you set your watch by it, man, back and forth, like. Are you sure there's nothing you want to get off your <laughs> no, chest? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I'm with somebody who whom I love very much, so I'm very lucky. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say shit on your cousin. <laughs> so, sorry, ladies. <laughs> Guinea, Guinea John's, John's spoken for, like the, the caption under John Lennon in the Hard Day's Night movie. Sorry, girls, he's married, or whatever. Or Ed Sullivan show, I think, is when that was, not Hard Day's Night. I have a Hard Day's Night. <laughs> what? I'm just keeping the conversation going, man. Um, that movie's pretty good, actually. It's pretty funny. Uh, apparently, and I, I've looked for him, and I, I can't see him. But apparently, like 13 year old Phil Collins is in the audience for the theater scene. Yeah, take take that, Steve. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> was that his name? Or, uh, or Sean. 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 Close <laughs> enough. Totally ruined the joke. Son of a bitch. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why don't you ever see animals with jacked up teeth? I don't know. I've seen some pretty. Anim- I've seen some animals with jacked up teeth. I've seen some fucked up monkey teeth. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like animals. I wonder why, why is it that British people have bad teeth all the time? Did they just not have as much dentistry out there? Or, or is that just an incorrect. Uh, stereotype. Do we need to get a British person on the show? Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Maybe it's something in the water. (laughs) Maybe there's slugs living in their water. Maybe they're not ingesting enough growth hormones. What was the oh there's some kind of did you that's what I wanted to ask you about. Did you hear anything about the thing in the new budget where it was lifting it was basically allowing minor league owners to pay their players below minimum no, wage. I heard something about it. I probably heard about it the same place you did. So I don't know anything else about it. I have not heard this at all. Which yeah, something they're trying to put it. I don't think it's there yet, but it was something. Somebody yeah, there's still. To, I know to vote it, it passed. Or. It passed one of the houses or whatever. The see, I, I'm terrible at that shit. But apparently, it's it's in the process. It's with like the baseball right. officiating or the baseball. What? Why is that even in there? Why is that in a federal budget? Like specifically towards minor league baseball? Unless was it in a federal budget or was it a, a an actual baseball thing? No, it was some kind of legislation through Congress. It was like Bill HR something, you know. That is fucking weird. And it had something to do with. So they minor- normally get paid decent money or some kind of wage th- to play minor think- league. I don't know. Oh t- yeah, they definitely get a. It's their profession. They okay. get a wage, but and I think it's a fair amount over minimum wage, but maybe not. I, I don't get that. It reminds me of like servers in restaurants or something. That whole bit. It says even at the upper levels of minor league ball, minor league ball, most players earn twenty one fifty a month, according to the suit. That's barely over minimum wage. Since the minor leaguers aren't currently getting minimum wage or overtime, the main effect of the legislation would be an attempt to derail the suit. So, battle to keep minor league baseball players pay below minimum wage. 
That's so weird. Interesting. How do you guys feel about minimum wage? That's a fair conversation. Uh, I think minimum wage was $4.15 when I started, and I was working bullshit jobs, and that's just what they paid. But do you, but like, I mean... Do I think I earned, I deserved more? Fuck no, probably not. But what about the existence of a minimum wage? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm as, for as it, too. As long as it's fair for the job. I mean, do I think... You know, some of this stuff that gets minimum wage, like, do I think they should be increasing it to the same levels that actual, you know, trade jobs are making? No. Because I don't think it's equal work. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. And I, I, I tend to agree with that statement. I mean, honestly, most minimum wage jobs, in theory, at least, you know, when I was working them, were for kids learning how to you know, become responsible with money and learn it, you know. I mean, unless you're a minor league baseball player. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I said, like, the difference being that no wages have followed the trend of inflation over the past 60 years. Right. the, the, The gap has certainly increased. In 1950, a guy alone could support a family with one job and buy a car and a house and right. have money to retire on. Leave it to Beaver. Yep. You know, that, that things were apparently better then. Mm-hmm. But something happened where things start getting pricier and pricier and cost goes up, but wages completely stagnated. Mm-hmm. So what do you do then? Because realistically, if it, if if the numbers followed each other, minimum wage would be like almost 20 bucks now Mm -hmm. compared to what in like 1950. I don't uh, Okay. Yeah, you're right. I I I think you're right for it. So given that it should already be over $15 comparatively speaking, but then everything else should be getting paid substantially more too. Right. That's that's right. my point. The trade workers, if you're going to pay $15 to a burger flipper, then I think that a then plumber I sh- right, I should get right. more than the, the 20 he's getting now. Yeah, I will gladly say I will gladly be for uh, paying a burger flipper 15 bucks an hour if I'm making, you know, 150 K a year. Right. But then everything just keeps going up. Mm-hmm. That's right. the, that's the point. Like, when does it you have? There's got to be a certain point where you have to fix that cycle. Mm hmm. Like, but you you never will because it's private industry and capitalism that right. controls the market. Right, maximizing profit—it's what it's all about. And uh, sometimes human dignity and shit gets checked at the door. Like minimum wage, I agree with because there's a certain like you know, I'm you know, I'm a worker giving you forty hours of my life every week, so that is just fundamentally deserves X number of dollars or something like that. And then, like you were saying, extrapolate up from there based on the work that's being done. But I think as a as a foundational basement level wage, um, not to mention it's reasonable. You go that that's a great statement. The work that's being done because there's a lot of fucking jobs that pay a lot of money that I don't agree they're deserving for what it contributes to society. Totally like, agree. Anyone who works on Wall Street, anyone who just pushes numbers around and makes money that way can go, f- fucking take a long walk off a short pier. Mm-hmm. 
because they do nothing for me. Like you, people can argue, oh, they can they move the markets and they make the companies money that can then hire more people mm-hmm. and all. Like that's what they always say. Yeah. That's what you can say, but it's no. I'm personally. It's just a shell game, is all. It's just the I bullshit. have more respect for the guy flipping burgers because at least yeah. he's providing a service for someone, right? <laughs> other than the a few random millionaires who are exactly investing in stocks and yeah, and they're basically gambling funds. with our money too, which we've seen what can happen with that, and no consequences for them. Everything just goes right back to the way I've yeah. been, I've been then- hearing all over the news, like the. The deregulations are already back the way things were pre-2006. And then they fuck it all up, and then they get bailed out with our money again. So it's, like it. a, it's a lose-lose yeah. for anyone who's not in that upper echelon. I mean, but on the flip side, having worked at fast food places growing up, uh, those people are fucking idiots. I don't deny that. But this, you know... I, at this world, in this world we live in, like euthanasia is still taboo. So you're gonna people, stupid people are still gonna need work. Well, then let's change that. <laughs> Which the stupid people are right, 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 the, right, the euthanasia well, bill. Yeah. And um, you're talking about killing segments of the population <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, that's that was the joke. Yes. Okay. Well, it's funny because it does happen just in subtler forms. Oh, I think it happens even in blatant forms. Yeah. Like I'm referring to, like the the poison that people that people think is fine to eat that is just foisted upon people every fucking day. Um, Are you talking about sugar? Which is a slow way to kill somebody, right, but right. meanwhile they're. Pumping- I was referring to the drone strikes from President Obama that killed you know more innocents than any other president since. Right. So that's but, what I was referring to, but, but I totally agree with yours too. Yeah, go there's ahead. no doubt. Go ahead. Well, and I, I go was ahead referring to like you know about sugar, like our, our population, and I was referring to the. To the 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 wedding in Yemen, where you know a party of <laughs> however many hundred were just blown away in the what's supposed to be the happiest day of their lives. See, I don't know by the story. One President Barack Obama. I, oh, I don't know that story. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> I mean, I've heard talk of like drone strikes under Obama, but it's not like he ordered that to happen. It must have been some a mix oh, up. I I would beg to differ. I beg the contrary. That those were directly ordered from the commander in chief. Like who? Who did he think he was? He was striking one or two terrorists that happened to be at the wedding or whatever. He really? It, yeah. Oh, I, oh I was, look! I'm oh, not look into it, my friend. <laughs> look into that. Wow, man! They're all pieces of shit. Is what it comes down to. And when you don't have to, when you're not the one physically pulling the trigger in front of somebody's fucking forehead, then it's a lot easier to do it. To just push a button and accept that, oh, you know what? There's going to be some casualties. Or, you know, you're in an office in your silk suit drinking your coffee with people around you that are yes men and women. and Trying to think of ad campaigns to put more sugar into whatever bullshit. Oh, my God. Right. Or make your well, lobster look like a pussy. Keep people slow, stupid, <laughs> and sick. Pussy look like a lobster. You know, <laughs> keep people slow, stupid, and sick so that they will work for dirt cheap and not complain because they don't know any better. Um, number one, sick because they pump money into the, the health and pharmaceutical industry, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like a wheel goes round and round. Um, you've got them under control because they're addicted. What goes around comes around. I'll tell you why. Why? 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 
<laughs> what was that rat? Yes. Right. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> go, the government, you know, I don't know necessarily know that the powers that be. We spoke of this in a previous episode. Keep the people in disagreement amongst themselves so they cannot consolidate can't consolidate or ever get together and agree on something because that's how revolutions start you know like whether you have like on the one side of the spectrum fox news and like nra and trump supporters and all event all that shit you know on one side and then the other side you have like liberals and cnn and you know a deep state and all those are all buzzwords and like that are in our language to just keep people to quickly snap judge like, where am I on that spectrum? Where are people I disagree with? It's all lined up to keep people. And all, all they're all in it together, all of them. You're on a spectrum, all right. Yeah, well, that too. That's a different conversation. <laughs> but it's purposeful. It is not two separate camps, I feel. It's all done purposefully to keep people on like from getting together. Because that's how revolutions happen, you know. Think, you know, get enough people under one belief to rise up against what they see to be corruption. Because all, all they have, all they have to do is, just, well, the corruption is coming from the other side of the spectrum. It's not coming from, you know, any one. It just keep it spread around, and they keep all the players and the buzzwords and the names changing. They interchange shit as they need to, just to, for the distraction purposes. It's just like cha- changing fucking reels in a in a fucking movie house or something. I don't know, dude. So then what? Are you calling for revolution? No, I'm not. I'm just I'm just I'm like a drowning man describing the water. That's all I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm not salty. Like, what? Salty. Am I salty? Is that a question? He was describing the water for right. you. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't have any solutions. I'm just like here to tell you what's happening. I'm here to explain. But I said Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> what is that? Wait, what is that referencing? Damn, that sounds familiar. Does it? God damn. You'll have to go back and listen to episode right. uh, three, maybe. Fuck. Know. Maybe four. I don't know. Was that even out there? It was the nineties. The nineties okay. episode. Yeah, I'm right. pretty sure. Yes, but, I I agree that a lot of the division is purposefully done, but I think that a lot of it is just natural human DNA tribalism bullshit. You get enough people in an echo chamber in a crowd, they're going to start being more extreme with their beliefs, no matter you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just kind of it's like a, a, drift a state that of one upmanship almost. Yeah, yeah, I think it's in our nature. Right, I think right. Like I can be more dedicated than you to our cause, and, and, and yeah. you know what perpetuates that is sports. Being a sports fan, that's like a, a microcosm, yeah. like training wheel form of getting people all hyped up about their colors and their flag and their and their regional, like you know, sympathies and loyalties and all of that shit. Now you say training wheel as if it's like was put forth to perpetuate that, but I think sports are more of like a distraction. Well, not only distraction, but 
a replacement for when we would watch battles and shit in the Coliseum. Okay, yeah, I would agree with that. Gore and like, yeah. that's what football is—the Warriors on the exactly. You know, right? I would agree with that a hundred percent. So yeah. it kind of replaced. So in a sense, it's like you know better for hippie leftists like yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I wouldn't call myself that. <laughs> um, no, I agree a hundred percent, and I think that's one thing that humanity can be kind of proud of, although. It's the yeah. safest world we've ever lived in yeah. in history. But people don't, but you wouldn't you wouldn't know it if you turned on your fucking television. That's right. You're absolutely right. It seems like right. it's the god, goddamn end of the world. But <laughs> meanwhile, we've got antibiotics, bitch. We've got well, seat belts. And but even the antibiotics. For are, now. Are, yeah, I was going to say, they're kind of kind of. We've had a good run. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah, antibiotics are going the way of the dodo. Really? We're we're blowing through them too quick. Antibiotics are only good for a certain amount of time till things mutate and uh, adapt. Uh, and right, and there's resistance to them. Uh, they're they're giving out too many antibiotics frivolously for things that they won't necessarily be effective against. And people and, don't uh, fucking finish them. That's the other thing. Right, I read when you don't finish your antibiotics, you get the strains possibly. If you don't take enough to make it die. Uh-huh. It mutates and becomes mm-hmm. stronger. Right. Fuck. So whereas antibiotics used to have a longer life cycle before things will mutate, now it's getting to the point where they're going to mutate quicker than we can come up with the new strains of antibiotics. Mm. And our bodies are also building up resistance to the antibiotics. So it's going to be to a point where these super bugs are going to come along that we're not going to be ready for. And did you know where they get most of the antibiotic strains now? Or maybe forever, I don't know. Like, caves in the fucking Amazon rainforest. (laughs) Like, that's where they all come from. And Mm. to get a new strain of antibiotic, you have to find it on some different piece of fucking slime in this cave. Right. And they'll generate it from the new batch. You look at, you know, penicillin was grown off mold. You know, I mean, that's how they found it in that Petri dish. But that's how they Um, keep getting the new antibiotics to beat the new strain of virus that gets, you know, Mm. and now... So we're just demolishing rainforests left and right. Meanwhile, the cure to all to all of our ailments actually lie within them, and there's just a lack of people to go get them. I watched this thing. This guy's job was like to go spelunking for antibiotic spores or whatever <laughs> the fuck you want to call it. Right. And that was it. Was that was his job? Right. See what they can cultivate off of yeah. these, you know, but, strains. But meanwhile, they're like chopping down thousands of acres a day. <laughs> I'm surprised that rainforests are still being you know, deforested as much as they used to be, considering how little we use, th- you know, paper. I think uh, I, w- I would think there'd be such like a major decline. In well, that. yeah, I mean, there's so many other reasons. I think they do it other than just the, the tree wood. Yeah, it's for like for the land. Yeah, right. for the land or mining. A lot of that shit gets mined yeah. for gold or whatever other, or to build factories on or. Yeah. Right, um, or, or to displace the indigenous people, <laughs> or to have cows or animals live there for farming and right, or more, more, more land for your drug cartels. To God, we are a fucking virus. <laughs> we are, humanity is just, just <laughs> eating away at, at this fucking earth. Heard some fucking Momo on the on AM radio last night, and I was driving home from the airport at like three in the morning. And, Thank uh, you, sir. <laughs> and you know, like 
I don't know, there's this AM station in Baltimore that's very conservative. And there's this guy who had, call, who had called in some sort of like the radio host was speaking deferentially to him like he was some important kind of guy. I don't know who the fuck he was, but he was sitting there at this indignant tone of voice like, China this, China that. Like, they're breaking their promises. They're getting too big for their britches. You know, you know, saying all this negative shit about China and all the things that they're doing opportunistically to to grow their economy and to steal our you know, steal our tech and all this shit that he was angry about China for and why we all should be mad at China about this too. And I was listen I listened to this guy for like the better part of ten minutes and I, I was like in my head I was like just keeping okay, yeah, that you could say that about America. You could say America did that, America did that. Everything this guy was saying, America has fucking done throughout American history. And here he is acting like he's all put out and he's got his shorts in a fucking bunch. <laughs> Because China happens to be doing it today. And now they're doing it better. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why he was yeah. butthurt over, over this shit. It's like, hey, we used to have horrible industry and slave labor, too. And they just mastered it. <laughs> um, it just, like, struck me. Like, do you, can you, do you hear yourself? Like, like everything out of your mouth... Is a true statement about America as well. At some point, either today or in America's past, all this shit you're getting mad at China about can be said about America too. But you don't hear that because you're dug in. Your heels are dug the fuck in, and you're ignorant piece of shit. I love imagining someone listening to this <laughs> and hearing you say, "Do you hear yourself?" And then them just echoing, "Do you?" yourself you dumb motherfucker <laughs> like i just i know you know someone's gonna have that opinion though i'm not saying it's me yeah. it's not me <laughs> but the spectrum man there it is yeah shouting at each other like you know in over a fence <laughs> that we built and this is funny right we built our own we built our own fences between ourselves and our brothers you know oh, much you like trump would like the wall to be built that's where the government has their true coup. They don't. They they just spit, get, set the top spinning. We keep it going with our own behaviors. I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> you lost me, guy. <laughs> the differences I spoke of earlier, how, how we differ with people because we we don't have the same colors or beliefs, you know, and it's perpetuated by the buzzwords and the TV channels and all that shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so so what's this about building fences chasing rainbows crossing waterfalls <laughs> I don't want to say anything because I know fucking Mr. Happy Fingers over here is gonna <laughs> gonna be doing shit hey don't look at me please isolate that as well <laughs> since Dr. Jellyfinger wasn't talking <laughs> uh Anyway, something the world loves about a fence, man. Robert Frost. <laughs> Is that a poem? Yeah. Can you recite it for us? No. I don't know it. Can you try? No. Just make something up. I, I, might, know. Know, I might know some of that. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> Is that how it goes? I think so. <laughs> wow, man. Wow. Okay, then. 
Robert uh, Frost. Robert Frost. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it is funny though. As a side note here, uh, the name of the white man in Black <laughs> Panther uh, was Everett Ross, I think. Okay. It's funny because I had a, a black friend in, in middle school that was really into comics, mm-hmm. and his name was Everett. Ross? No. Williams, actually. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I, he's on my, I'm connected with him on Facebook, you know, that's the extent of it, but I, I you just... Like, you I, like to keep him in arm's reach? I, I would have... friend. <laughs> I would have liked to have, have seen that film with him and talked about how we were, used to be in the comics and... How? Oh, the one white, the one white character in Black Panther, which named Everett. the CIA guy, the CIA guy, yeah, okay. Martin Freeman played him, right? Who oh. felt like a really kind of unnecessary character in that movie to me. I like that they had the white, a white man in their group. Well, it was even less so that he was white. It just <laughs> the, to show I bet solidarity. You did Adolf? <laughs> what? Like, I mean, it shows I just, they could work together. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, I thought his character was unnecessary to the main thrust of the story. Uh, I thought yeah, yeah, it felt like he was just kind of shoehorned in to me. Oh, not, you want to talk about shoehorned in, and not because he was white, just his character in general. You want to talk about shoehorning in? Okay. <laughs> shoehorning Spider-Man into the fucking Avengers. Let's talk about <laughs> shoehorning in. Spider-Man was never a fucking Avenger. Okay. They just want to sell backpacks and, and fucking Burger King cups. And, and toys they just want you know they got to keep like every 10 years or so batman and superman gets rebooted because that's all dc has they're running on fucking fumes over there marvel thankfully had a wealth of different characters but that's Spi- why we got Spider-Man, all these parts spider-man is marvel though right yeah yes. yeah they okay. don't, I'm, all i'm saying is they got more than enough compelling good characters in the marvel universe they did not need to shoehorn spider-man well, I, th- into I think the i think in the next avengers i mean i think it's gonna be a fucking free-for-all i think they're bringing characters out of the woodwork even ones that they haven't had movies for yet. Right. Uh, I mean, we already know uh, Brie Larson is going to be Captain Marvel, and you know Peter Dinklage is in it. Apparently, he's going to be somebody. Um, he's going to be in Avengers? Yeah. I didn't know that. Now you do. He's now I poster. know. They are rumoring that... Um, I was going somewhere else with that, too, but go ahead. No, you go where you need to. I, I, I kind of forgot. <laughs> what were we talking about right before? Oh, a Black Panther. Um and how there was a white guy in there, which was good. Um, <laughs> is, is that what is that what we have said? you seen is that these? What we decided? Have you seen these viral videos going around of these two um, kind of black teenager kids singing Beatles songs on subways? I, I have. Yeah, they're pretty good. Very, very good. Their voices are amazing. Um, now that's fascinating to me because all my life I've seen white kids flock and run over to that black influence of getting into rap and everything that mm-hmm. they do, which has been a thing since the 50s anyway with, you know, like Elvis <laughs> was copying black Every, black musicians and black artists, right? Everything that they do. Um, <laughs> what? what, what? I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. Come on. So whenever I see... I personally hire men to ask. <laughs> whenever I see a black person embrace a white influence like that it's just a, it's just <laughs> refreshing. like refreshing yeah? it's like something different like because i understand uh, you know, look i understand the need to you know establish your own identity is is 
as as a, as a people that has been repressed. All for, you know, you know, more power to you. I love you. You're wonderful. Great. But um, like, it's it's okay to to say, hey, I really like the Beatles as a black man. I think that's fucking wonderful. I think it's okay. I think that's I think great. It's okay to say you like what you like, regardless of. Well, that's obvious. That's regardless obvious. of color and stuff. And I mean, if that's what. You know, wow! Look, you're getting all high-handed on me here. I mean, listen to this guy. Listen to this fucking guy. What you like? This is fucking guy. Why do you got to bring color into it, Guinea John? (laughs) I mean, I mean, they're not listening. You know, it's not that they like the Beatles because they're white. They like the Beatles because they're white. It's funny you say that. I didn't even notice they were black. (laughs) Bullshit. So anyway, back to more important things. <laughs> Apparently, Peter Dinklage <laughs> might be playing. They're they're assuming <laughs> that he uh, could possibly be playing Pip the Troll, who is apparently the right hand man of uh, some other character. One of those BuzzFeed like thrown together, shittily structured essays you're reading. Yes, maybe <laughs> yeah, that, that is correct. Cin- <laughs> Cinema blend. Nailed the- it. <laughs> oh, I like that sound effect. I wonder. I just have to ask. I wonder the amount of tail that Peter Dinklage pulls. Like, it's probably pretty impressive. I mean, he has Game of Thrones money. Yeah, he's he's a, he's in any movie that requires. He's a millionaire actor, right? Probably the most famous little person who's ever acted he, ever. He's mm-hmm. definitely eclipsed Warwick Davis. Considering I have no idea who that for is, Troyer. I would say for he sure. Was, Warwick Davis was in the Star Wars movies. He was like some of the Ewoks. He played Leprechaun. Okay. Um, Leprechaun. So he was big. And then, right, right, Vern Troyer came in. I see what you did there. He was big. Me. That, that was good. Well <laughs> played. That totally wasn't what I – it was unintended. Well played. <laughs> uh, Vern Troyer had a little run with the Austin Powers. Those were good movies, man. There was – I was at a uh, – Huge in China. I was at a convention uh, in New Jersey, uh, this movie thing. And, you know, after you know after hours, once, you know, the show shuts down, usually there's – everybody's just getting drunk down the lobby and, you know, it's just loud and big, huge party and stuff. And I saw uh, – these guys pushing around this fucking luggage cart at the mm-hmm. hotel with this little kid on it. Uh, and he's like holding on for dear life and they're running around pushing this fucking thing. Uh, and then it, it started coming my way and I looked and the little kid actually wasn't a little kid. It was actually Vern Troyer. <laughs> hanging, <laughs> hanging on to this fucking luggage cart. Like as these drunk dudes are like pushing around, they're all laughing and all drunk and stupid. That's uh, funny, man. So yeah, that's my Vern Troyer story. Peter Dinklage net worth $16 million. Actually, I would expect that to be higher. That's fifteen point nine five <laughs> more million than I have ever owned in my life. <laughs> uh, do we want? Do we want to know Tom Brady's net worth? No, I'm gonna tell you. No, wait, it's got to be close combined with with uh, his wife. It's got to be half a billion dollars. Uh, combined, yes. Uh, his is only a, a buck eighty. Uh, Giselle's is three hundred eighty. Damn! How what? She's a model. Is that, yeah. is that what she does? Yeah. She just looks pretty. Three. Yeah. Well, there's your uh, 
there there's your income <laughs> quality <laughs> argument right there. There you go. There's the wait a waste of three hundred and eighty million dollars on some dumb bitch who can't <laughs> even talk. Can't can't even it, she's not even putting forth words into the conversation. She's just standing there and was lucky enough to be born gorgeous. Maybe she you know, she eats right, she works out. Okay, I'll give her that. Three hundred and eighty million dollars. Marky Mark's worth two hundred and twenty five. How how do you feel about Channing Tatum? Uh, he, he can eat a dick. I don't care. Money wise, not if. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, money wise, uh, twenty five mil. They're saying sixty. How about Chris Hemsworth, Sylvester Stallone, or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Who do you think? Who do you think's worth more? Ooh, so I'd say Arnold. Arnold is worth more. That's my guess. Ah, but Stallone—he's got a lot of rights, St- and Stallone's had recent movie hits too. This is true. He's had—he's produced like the Expendables, and he's had the Rocky movies and Creed, all that shit. All right, I'll take Sly. I'll give give Schwarzenegger to Kenny John over here. Yeah, because Schwarzenegger's got his hands in like pol- political money. Those those guys aren't poor. Those guys aren't hurting. Yeah, but I saw him sleeping outside of a building the other day. <laughs> the fuck, all right, Schwarzenegger. There's two conflicting reports. One says three hundred, another says four hundred million. Uh, so let's God. go back to Sly. Damn, that's a lot of money. It is. Sly net worth four hundred million as Damn. of two thousand fifteen. That's right. pretty close. Neck and neck. Mm-hmm. And the colors of a ravisher will never fly over your funeral. Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, how much is he worth? It's uh... a good question. Two forty-five. God, who would have thought? Will Smith. Oh, he's got to be way up there, three hundred something. I think maybe even higher than that. Has he, has he been doing stuff lately? He's doesn't. He's had monster hits. Yeah. Two fifty. I see. I find that still surprising. pretty good. But either way. I mean, now also remember what we said when we played this game last time. You were said to be worth over a million, right? Yeah, yeah. So. They definitely, uh, these are not right. I'm sure these are not exactly on the money. Jennifer Lawrence. What is she worth or what should she be worth? Because those are two very different numbers. This picture here is worth not uh, a fan. considerable amount. Not particularly. I like her. I know. Uh, I liked her in Silver Linings Playbook, which is one of the greatest films of this century. I was going to say, I know Mr. Guinea John over here is a fan as well. I'll say um, 22 million. What's your guess, Guinea John? I have no sense, nor do I care about this, but... That wasn't the question. We played, 25 million. We played along with your stupid shit. <laughs> 110 million. Jesus. Oh. I mean, she was in the Hunger Games movies and, you know. Yeah, I guess. It's great. A bunch of other shit. What, now, what does this, just in general, what does this say about society? Where these people... Yeah. Who provide nothing more than entertainment? Well, even and that's debatable in some cases. But oh yeah, what does it say about society that when Michael Jackson died, they they buried him in a solid gold coffin and buried a solid gold coffin underground? The number of people that could have eaten or had housing built for them or whatever, or eaten his body. <laughs> I mean, that only would have helped maybe two. They would have been high two and a half. Fuck. Isn't gold supposed to be like that amount of gold is probably worth a lot of money? 
Oh, I'm sure it was several millions of okay, dollars. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Build a school or fucking, I don't know. An orphanage for kids where they won't get fucked. <laughs> that actually happens the in the first, Kite Runner. The first of its kind. See, it actually happens in Blade Runner? The Kite Runner. That oh. <laughs> well, well, was the remake. What, I don't know what cut you're watching, but... Uh, 2049, right, yeah, yeah. The, the new one. Yeah, the, the antagonist in the Kite Runner is this, like, horrible, like... Um, just depraved, like, sociopathic guy who goes to this orphanage and, like, buys, like, children to bang and shit. It's horrible. Jesus. How but it's it, a thing how, that happens out in the... So Af- it takes place in Afghanistan. The Hallmark movie? Right. No. How much does, how much does he pay? Just oh, curiosity. I, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> well, you're asking for a friend, Asking for you? a friend. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's my turn to get high-handed. Why, why are you asking, Bruce? What, what, what are you... Why you got to be that way, Bruce? What do you mean by high-handed? <laughs> Did you ever wind up seeing Crimes and Misdemeanors? You said No, you- I own it. I still haven't watched it yet. It's pretty good. It's really, really good. I did watch I, Tanya over the weekend, though. I've never heard of that. Tanya, What's that? The Tanya Harding biopic. Oh. Just got up some Oscars and stuff. It was really good, actually. Really liked it. Um, yeah, I like those... Um, it's like thirty for thirty type documentaries that are like about it, shit like that. This uh, this one, the way it was filmed, it was actually you know I've seen people describing it as Goodfellas on Ice, oh. uh, which is actually a pretty good way of putting it. Just the style of it, you know, like the roving camera work and the constant and, and song, is this the constant music somewhere streaming. Or? Yeah, I, I uh, red boxed it. I stood at the red box and stared at oh the screen. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, it's quite good. I would uh, definitely recommend. I saw that I, I shared this with you guys, um, you know, the NFL kneeling thing where they would take a knee during the anthem. Oh, no. no, what's that? I saw this. <laughs> well, I'm leading to my point, which is squash your fucking head like a grapefruit. There was a funny meme that came out right around that time. It was just a picture of those two women, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. And, and the meme said back when taking a knee meant taking a <laughs> knee. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Not really, but I mean, it wasn't funny at the time. And I'm sure Nancy Kerrigan is not laughing today. As Tanya Harding's making money off of the story of their tragedy and getting, you know. Probably uh, not that much, though. Last I've checked, she was pretty hard up. She yeah, was like boxing well, for money. Well, that's the apparently, thing. Yeah, she lives in Washington State, apparently. Like, my friend in Washington knows somebody that's like friends with her. Right. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the movie, you find out that, you know, basically, you know, she was ice skating from when she was, a, you know, a kid. So she right. actually didn't get much of an education. Uh, and then when she got, huh. you know, basically kicked out of the ice skating federation or whatever the fuck it is, association, whatnot, she had, a, you know, she had to struggle to find ways to make money. And, you know, if somebody offered her a bunch of money to do some stupid boxing thing, then, you know, of course she's going to take it. Yeah, I don't know how much money it was though. I don't think it was a lot. Is right. Well, that's point. the thing. Yeah. I mean, it you know it beats waitressing, uh, which is you know what she's doing. You know, was doing the other times. So. I, saw, I saw her on a bunch of um, was it like uh, I love the nineties like, right. as a commentator. Well, did, I think she did. A, didn't she? Did she do a porn flick? Well, I hope not. 
I think she did. I think there was like a sex tape. I don't know if you'd call it a porn I flick. I think she did a movie. Now, was this like like recent Tanya no. Harding or like early? It was like, like then. Like figure skating like, Tanya. It was like post figure skating, desperate for money Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd watch that. Yeah. I could get off to that. <laughs> I mean, it's not an issue of black tail. No, no, not at all. But she's, but, you know, depraved, hard out. Right. Probably smoking cigarettes the whole time. Yeah. Crying a little. <laughs> Do you ever you, <laughs> you ever notice how you can tell you're you've gone a little too far into the, the porn realm where you're starting to feel guilty for the titles you're clicking on? Like, <laughs> like there's like a little bit of remorse. There's like it's like ah, I don't know if I, I should click this one because it's it's what's describing really isn't. Great, right. but I mean, he's not really her dad. They're I've just actors. A, there's a curiosity there, <laughs> and it's going to get the job done. I don't know how much can she fit. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> I got a buddy. I'm not going to say his name. Lives in Ohio. <laughs> that, that'd be a first. Um, <laughs> he recently told me. Um, oh, Is like, his name Everett? No. <laughs> uh, this is a guy that's hard drinking and he's been drinking himself, you know, in, you know, I don't know, for a lot of years he's been drinking. Like leaving mm-hmm. Las Vegas? Yeah, subtler form of that. But he talks about how, like, he, Without the hot hooker? Like, he can't, like, really. Long story short, he says that in order for him to take care Too of his late. business. In order for him to take care of his business, he's got to, like, watch really extreme shit because mm-hmm. just regular shit doesn't cut it, doesn't get him there or something. Yeah, that's some serious. And he was trying to describe some of that to me. Like something he clicked on was called something such and such used as toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Was in the title. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't going that far. Yeah, no, that's that's a little much. (laughs) Definitely a little much. I usually don't. Usually, things that are used as toilets don't really turn my own. Turn me on. Right, but. Hey, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's terrible. It's it's you know. I mean, because obviously it's it's tough to piss with a hard one. That is true. That's that. Yeah, good point. Like, especially in the, in the mornings, you gotta get that lean, or you stand back. <laughs> Crazy split stream. Hoist, hoist yourself against the wall. The split stream is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> like a fire hose. Did you ever, when you were a kid and you weren't self conscious yet about like having your de- your your danger out around other other boys. Uh-huh. Did you ever like I I called it we called it Star Wars. Yeah, you and swords. your buddy would stand. Swords, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent at the I, urinals. I had two brothers over a were, toilet. Were yeah. within a year and a half of me. Yeah, uh, we had three way sword fights. My, my mom also <laughs> got called in elementary school because me and another kid were having a contest uh, to see how far back we could stand from the urinals and oh still get it in. See, uh, that, that was you practicing for your friendlies, uh, your big day at friendlies. Must have been. Must have been. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the teacher walked in like we were just pissing all over the place. I remember we were at an old house of mine. We had a a bird bath in this. It was like a stone garden where it was just like an area with nothing but rocks mm-hmm. and shit. And there's a bird bath. And our neighbor had the bright idea. We were young. We were probably six or seven, maybe younger. But he's like, hey, guys, let's fill the bird bath. So <laughs> we all four of us are standing around pissing into it. And uh, my mom catches us like midstream, comes out screaming, sends him home. 
what the fuck is wrong with you? You're pissing in the bird bath. <laughs> I was really hoping that you're going to tell me you were pissing on birds. <laughs> no. But, I mean, that was the goal, I guess. Right, right. I don't even know if that was in the thought process. But. Yeah, I, you know. It's funny because you talk about using something as a toilet, and I'm just like, that's gross. I wouldn't piss on it. You know, I mean, it's not really my thing. No, not be, no. you know, pissing on on somebody. On, however, yeah, on people. <laughs> however, if you present me with the opportunity to piss on a bird, I would totally do it. I don't think you couldn't approach them. Like birds don't let you that close. I mean, pigeons and shit do. Well, I suppose. And what? So, what's the appeal of pissing on a bird? I'm just, missing that. Just to just to do it. Now, just a bird or any animal? Like, would you um, piss on someone's cat or like a frog? I just I, want to know where you draw the I line. Think I probably would. Like, would you piss on a dog? Right. Like, how big does it have to? Did the dog piss on me? Because maybe <laughs> there, it's there's just, a right. Great, like, what is the line there? There was. Like, a, I don't think I'd piss on a cat. I think that might be a little much. But I would definitely. I'd probably piss on a bird. Yeah. Um. I but, mean, w- would you? I don't know. I mean, probably. I don't. I don't have any affinity. I don't. I don't have a desire to do it. I mean, it's not a desire. I or <laughs> it wasn't a desire. <laughs> there used to be. Uh, it's called. But there's been a radical change. In the- <laughs> um, a few years back, uh, like 2010 through maybe 2013 or so, there the Sarah Silverman program on Comedy Central mm-hmm. was like this half hour comedy. Situation comedy thing. It was so funny. I'm Brian aware. Brian Posehn was on it. There's this one episode where like the first half, the first three quarters of the episode, this like every time he goes out, the same pigeon shits on his head, <laughs> and he gets so pissed. So he starts eating a bunch of laxative. You know, it's like it's it's just a waiting game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so at the end, like he gets this ladder and like climbs up and grabs the pigeon. Like puts him on the ground, takes down his pants. Like he's like soups on. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking takes his giant dump on the pigeon. <laughs> that was the whole fucking the sub te- the subplot of the main whatever the main story was of Sarah. That was like that was an awesome sub story. So good. HBO just started. I just saw last night. I guess it was the first episode. I guess it's a multi part documentary, uh, all about Gary Shandling. Oh, uh, Judd Apatow. I, I could never get into it. him. I mean, maybe I need to try him again you, you didn't used to watch the Gary Shandling nah. show way back when there's just like the dude like exactly <laughs> yeah there's something about him as soon as you see him on the screen and he opens his mouth it's just right. like unfunny like just not funny right well I, I mean no I get it because I, I forgot that you hate the Jews no it has nothing to do with that I've watched many uh. a Woody Allen film and enjoyed it for example right but that's because of the banging kids part Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck, man? The banging kids part. <laughs> There's no fences out there like that. <laughs> um so but am I should I, is he worth a relook? I mean, am I missing something with I him? I mean, or? if you don't think he's I mean the documentary's not necessarily funny, it's just it's more you know, about his life and the career and you know how fucking neurotic he was like how he was a you know comedic genius but he was also like a lot of them a fractured human being Mm. who's the one aren't we all who was the one comic from the same era who played i'll tell you what he played in in um robin hood men in tights he was the prince like with the mole or not the mole he was uh shit 
I wish I could remember his name. You guys definitely know who I'm talking about. He's real, like manic, like like always depressed, and he's got a crazy anxiety. He might be Richard. It might be Richard oh, Lewis? something. Yeah, Richard, yeah, Richard yeah, Lewis. yeah, yeah. He was on Kirby Enthusiasm a lot. Did he kill himself? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like he's still alive, but I could totally. Yeah, but he was on Kirby Enthusiasm a bunch. Yeah, um, Richard Lewis. I I have the same feelings as as you say towards Gary Shandling. That's kind of how I feel whenever I see Richard Lewis. Okay. I'm like, this guy is. I mean, I I see it, but it's not. It's the same shtick. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever. And Larry David does it way better. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember Richard Lewis's comedy specials in the in the eighties and stuff, and he just wasn't that funny. Uh, so I Richard think... Belzer, that's another one. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, just... he he was on that S Law and Order SVU yeah, with Ice Detective Ice T. He actually has a short scene in Scarface. Richard Belzer, right before they shoot up this fucking nightclub, he's like the comedian on stage. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. Yeah, so he's he's apparently still alive. You sound disappointed. Well, I just thought he killed himself. Um, I I heard Bobcat Goldthwait. I know who the hell I'm actually talking about. Um, oh, I know, I know who you're talking about. Richard Jenny. Maybe he killed himself. Okay. I don't. Know, that sounds vaguely familiar. Same era. A lot of Richards. A lot of dicks. <laughs> a lot of dicks in the '80s comedy scene. Richard Simmons, man. Whatever happened to that guy? He disappeared, didn't he? Didn't like. He was. Uh, he, I saw Dick he, Simmons. Dick he, Simmons. He, he was, was like he went missing in the news and, like, recently. His, his family wouldn't like. They wouldn't like. Somebody had him. He was away somewhere at some hospital, and they wouldn't let his family see him. But he was like missing for like months before that or something. It was like this weird convoluted thing. I'm not sure whatever happened with that. I think they did find him. He was still alive, but it was like a really weird situation. Sweating to the oldies. Not even a call. Nothing. Rock Hudson, one dick. Darsh. Liberace, one dick. Darsh. Dick Simmons, dick, 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 dick. Nothing. Not even a cold. <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> Getting the punchy. Late, the late Sam Kennison. Here's a movie trivia question for you. Okay. Go. Early 90s, like, yes. you know. Tarantino-esque. I don't th- think this was a Tarantino film. I could be wrong. There, There's a scene where the characters go to visit a Sam Kinison statue. Does that sound familiar to you? No. It's in a 90s, one of those 90s movies. Um, and they show it. Where I'm pretty sure where? there's like this bronze Sam Kinison where statue. Where is there a Sam Kinison statue? That's a good question. Well, he was from Houston, right? I don't know. This is a job for the internet. He's from Texas. Is he? I believe so. Because him and Hicks came from the same town. <clears throat> I remember that Wild Thing video was so fucking big when that, that came out. That was like the end of his career, right? That was when he like was bloated and shit like that. Wild Thing? Yeah. And, it had, like, and he used to dress ju- like my aunt. He <laughs> 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 All his fucking like... Like like flowy scarves and right. shit that he'd wear and like kimonos and that's the eighties man they're all coked out and crazy. Uh, he would tell the story about how like everywhere he went, people were just giving him coke like, and they would purposefully like lay him out the these huge lines like just because he had the reputation, right? And the the girl in that Jessica Hahn 
was the girl in that video. And wasn't yeah, she like she was a disgrace? Some preacher like, or something. Right, yeah, exactly. Kennison. I, I I wish I remembered that what that movie was, because it's exactly the kind of movie that you would know. Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Is it a movie called Domino? Have you heard of a movie called Domino? Domino's the one with uh, what's her face in it as the bodyguard or the bounty hunter, I mean. Uh So apparently there's not necessarily a statue. It was a foam recreation okay. for a movie called Domino. Yeah, that was definitely not the 90s, though. That was like the early 2000s. Was it? Yeah, it has... Uh, what the hell's the girl's name? Fucking, I think. It was based on... It's by Tony Scott. It was based on... Speaking of people that killed themselves, Tony Scott. Huh. Director of True Romance. Jumped off fucking bridge. Really? Yeah. yeah. 2005 Domino. Mm-hmm. What's the oh, girl's wow. name? Kira Knightley. Yes. Thank you. Oh, Mickey. who I always get confused with Natalie Portman. They're like basically the same person. So yeah, I, I think she looks like uh, Winona Ryder. But yeah. I can see that. Kira Knightley, Mickey Rourke. Okay. okay. Edgar Ramirez, Lucy Liu, Chris, um, Christopher Walken. It's got a pretty good cast, actually. Speaking of true romance, uh, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman just won. Oscar for playing Winston Churchill. Yes. This is about as far removed from the role he plays in True Romance as it's possible to get. <laughs> hey, this ain't White Boy Day, is it? Gary Clarence Whirly. <laughs> kind of sounds like a. Well, you know the rest. I like him in. What was that movie? The Professional or Leon the Leon Professional? Professional? Yeah. Speaking great, of, he actually movie. plays Lee Harvey Oswald in Oliver Stone's JFK. Mm hmm. He also plays. He also plays Sid Vicious and Sid and Nancy, which I have never seen. I'm not into that whole depravity thing. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I, I kind of. I mean, well, this podcast would beg to differ, but I mean, not as like something that's to be celebrated or made into art. Like, there's enough fucking misery and depravity, like just naturally occurring. Yeah, I agree with you. It's so, kind of my feelings about punk rock in general. Like, I'm not going to respect anything that anyone, literally anyone could do. I I've, I enjoy more talent with my art forms. Indeed, indeed. I think but, there's a lot of talent involved in some punk rock. Maybe some. But some... Like, I could never get into the Ramones, like... Sorry if this ruffles anybody's feathers in uh, the cyber it. land. I'm leaving. <laughs> but it's just like this, you know, the whole Dribble. Warhol-esque, like, mass-produced aesthetic. Agree. Like, it's Jackson Pollock, go fuck yourself. You can splatter all the paint. You, that's literally what that is to me. <laughs> the Ramones. Rock, 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 It's just like a bunch of monkeys fucking a football. That's all I see there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to chime in? Because I know you like punk, like some yeah, punk. Whatever. I don't even <laughs> You're getting the usual suspect glare over here. <laughs> I'm just letting it go. Kaiser Sose. <laughs> hey, everyone's entitled to their to their flavors. Exactly right. right. You guys can be as wrong I'm, as much as you want to. <laughs> Bieber butthole over here. Oh my god! So apparently they're making like some like Easy Guys making some raspberry lube now. 
Ah, butt that was, lube. That was the first thing I could think of was uh, beaver butt. So when you're going down on somebody, if you've used the raspberry lube, mm-hmm. you're literally also going down on a beaver. <laughs> I mean, but would you go down before the lube, really? I mean, wouldn't you go down before? Yeah, the yeah, I wouldn't theory. want to be tasting lube. Is it edible lube? I would I'm sure it is. If it's ras- raspberry flavor, right. yeah. You just added something to my shopping list. There you go. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> it's one word for it. So I guess we are uh, wrapping things up for now. Wrapping that rascal. Let's wrap it up before we get any raspberry lube on it. All right. Again, they call me Bruce. Guinea John's the name. Uh, taking the cynic route is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Jeff. Have a have a pleasant night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Taking the Cynic Crowd. If you guys want to contact us or follow us through social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can get all of our handles at our website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. If you want to email us for guest opportunities or topic ideas, you can email us at cynicroutepodcast at gmail. And if you really like what you're listening to and we made you laugh and you got a couple bucks to spare, you can check out our Patreon page. Any amount per month will help us cover the cost of doing the podcast itself between production and hosting and domain registry and all that fun stuff. So until next time, like, download, and share. Taking the Cynic Route.